Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, May 22nd, 2020. I'm Rich Droppolino. Google added a number of accessibility updates, including Google Maps now featuring an accessible places option. An icon will show wheelchair-accessible entrances on locations and additional accessible seating, restrooms, or parking. Google also updated Live Transcribe on Android to vibrate when someone says a user's name. Sound Amplifier for the hearing-impaired users will now support Bluetooth headphones. And Google launched Action Blocks in the Play Store to create one-press home screen buttons for multi-step tasks. District Judge John Kogenhauer of the U.S. District Court in Seattle ruled powering on a phone to view the lock screen by law enforcement requires a warrant. The ruling came from a May 2019 arrest in Washington state, where police initially saw the defendant's lock screen during the course of the arrest, and then later, in February 2020, the FBI turned on the phone to take a picture of that lock screen. The judge ruled that police may conduct searches without a warrant under special circumstances and ordered clarification to see if the search fell within those bounds. But he ruled the FBI physically intruded on a constitutionally protected area by powering up the phone and that it was unnecessary to consider any expectation of privacy on a lock screen as a result. An analysis of the contact tracing app Care19, used by North and South Dakota, by the privacy software maker Jumbo, found that the app violated its privacy policy by sharing citizens' location, an advertising ID, and a unique citizen identifier to Foursquare. The developer of the app, ProudCrowd, confirmed to the Washington Post that some information from its iOS app does go to Foursquare and is used by their Pilgrim SDK to convert location data into recognizable locations. A Foursquare spokesperson said the company does not use the data in any way and is promptly discarded. Apple said it's reviewing the report and that it will work with the developer if the app is out of compliance. ProudCrowd says it will revise its privacy policy to more specifically state how it uses collected data and will stop sending the citizen identifier to Foursquare. Earlier this week, AT&T said it would comply with the National Advertising Review Board's recommendation that it stop using 5G evolution in its marketing of its advanced LTE services. However, an AT&T spokesperson speaking to the Wall Street Journal said the decision only applied to ads, indicating that 5G e-logo will still be used on 4G devices. Facebook announced its workplace communications platform now has 5 million paid users, up 2 million as of the end of March. The company also announced that Messenger Rooms is available on Workplace, letting users quickly start up group video calls, as well as support for inviting non-Workplace or Facebook users to join by URL. Facebook also added work groups that lets Workplace users create smaller chat groups outside of larger social circles. The company also added Live Producer Mode, letting video call hosts start polls, share their screens, and run Q&As, and video calls now support automatic captions in English, Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, and German. Facebook also announced the Enterprise Edition Oculus Quest has exited beta and is now available to all business customers as part of its Oculus for Business program. The enterprise-focused VR headset costs $1,000 and includes a custom OS with support for multi-device setup, remote access, and the ability to directly load company content. It also includes two years of enterprise support. The Wall Street Journal reports that Amazon is considering delaying its Prime Day promotional event until September. According to internal meeting notes seen by Reuters, Amazon expects to lose $100 million from excess inventory from the delay. Held last year in July, the two-day promotion brought in an estimated $7 billion. The Guardian sources say the UK's National Health Service contact tracing app for COVID-19, currently on trial on the Isle of Wight, will not be deployed until sometime in June. 
UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock previously said last week it would roll out in mid-May. Riot Games' tactical shooter Valorant is set for release June 2nd. The game is Riot's first major release since League of Legends and has been in closed beta in April, which will end on May 28th. Valorant will be a free PC title available across the majority of regions worldwide. Samsung announced The Terrace, a 4K TV designed for outdoor viewing. The Terrace is IP55 water and dust resistant with 2000 nits of brightness so you can see it in the sun. It also includes an HD base T receiver that lets you run power, 4K video, and audio in a single cable. The 55-inch model is $3,455, the 65-inch model is $4,999, and the 75-inch display is $6,499, available today in the U.S. and Canada. In its Q1 earnings report, NVIDIA reported its data center division generated $1.14 billion in revenue, up 80% of the year. Graphics cards still generated the most revenue for the company, up 25% to $1.9 billion. Overall, NVIDIA reported revenue of $3.08 billion, up 38% of the year, on earnings of $1.80 per share. And finally, NVIDIA trained a generative adversarial network called GameGAN AI to recreate the video game Pac-Man, based only on observing another AI play it. The generative network was trained using 50,000 play sessions of the game, running on four NVIDIA Quadro RTX GP100 cards over the course of four days. GameGAN had no access to any underlying code and can generate game layouts it's never seen before if trained on screen plays from games with multiple levels or versions. NVIDIA says this type of learning could be applied to train real-world autonomous machines virtually before deploying them in industrial settings. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.